calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Lightning and thunder! Would you like to do a check? boobies oh she boobied it up <laughs> babe you want to come take a shot with us all right so oh, first off we have to stop you have to start Help. this <laughs> first off hello welcome to rachel uncensored i am here with my friend emily hi uh would do you care if your last name is known i don't care no i actually don't remember your last name keep going what's good what's broshoff Roth House Hoff. Bros. Bros off tits out. That's your last name? Oh, that's no, that's her. Shock. Yeah. Um, Bostaff. Bostaff. <laughs> <laughs> so close. We got it, basically. All right, so welcome to Rachel and Censor. This is a show where we talk about whatever we, in the world we want. Um, but we start each episode with taking a drink of a drink that reminds me of you. Aww. So today we have shots of Tito's and Sprite. Yeah! <laughs> uh, the first few times I met Emily, every time I saw her, she just brought me a handle of Tito's vodka. <laughs> so I know what you like. And then uh, we all in this household all have our own shot glasses. This one is yours. Chin up, tits out. Chin up, tits out. Uh, this one is mine. Fuck me like the government. And then this one is girlfriends. It is a, a naked, half naked Hawaiian lady. <laughs> she is behind the camera. And we are all going to take a shot together to uh, start the episode. You may drink as much as you like or as little as you'd like. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Let's do this. Let's crack out, open this uh, bottle of Tito's. Oh, oh, it's brand new. Yeah. I thought maybe we had a drink part of this yesterday. It's impressive. I've poured a shot or two in my life. Profesh. Professional. Professional. <clears throat> This is why you're dating me, because I can pour shots. I was actually, I'm actually ABC bartending certified. Thank you very much. Oh, I forgot about that. I have not had a drink since you left for Hawaii. Stop it. I only drink with you guys. Stop, for real? Why would I sit on the couch and drink by myself? That is true. I don't drink alone either. So if I was alone Mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, Are we allowed to talk about the, what you're going through? Definitely. Okay. So, uh, Emily getting a divorce. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! Yep. To starting over Cheers. at 30. Hey, girl, I did it at 29, and it was great. True. Woo. Oof. Oh, God. That's never fun. That's never fun. Uh, All right. <laughs> Your face. 
So, hi. Hi. You feel good after that one shot? Uh, hasn't quite hit yet. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How much emodium did you take today? Oh, okay. This is good. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> should we tell them what's behind the emodium? What do you mean? What's behind it? I mean, like, why I take it? Of course. Okay. We're all uncensored here. Okay. Um. So I get the nervous shits. I get nervous diarrhea. Am I allowed to curse? Yes. This okay. is uncensored. Okay. Good. Um. I get nervous diarrhea. Recently, uh, like four days ago, I got diagnosed formally with IBS. <gasps> Officially. Officially. Thank you. He said there's nothing he can do for me. I know. <laughs> Um, but, but you are, you now know that at least I know, I know it's not worms, unfortunately, or, you know, it would have been easier if it was worms. I would have been skinnier if it was worms, but that's fine. Okay. Um, we'll we'll just deal with my IBS anyway. So before I come over to Rachel's, I take two Imodium still. Well, if I know I'm drinking two Tums and then what, there's something else I take. Pepto? Pepto, that was it. I, I combined. You've stolen Pepto from my house because you just assumed it was yours. <laughs> because I have so much diarrhea here. <laughs> so the first time you came over to my house, she knew who I was. She actually saw me perform live. She was at my sister's Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, live show taping that she did for Netflix when she was like eight months pregnant. Yeah. Um, I convinced the kids I was nannying at the time that they loved Miranda Sings. Please don't like your penis. <laughs> There's no penis licking in this household. <laughs> So I'm a nanny professionally. That's what I do. Um, and I convinced the girls to start watching Haters Back Off Good. when it came onto Netflix. And I convinced them to start watching Miranda Sings on YouTube uh-huh. because I knew she was touring. I really wanted to go. Couldn't <laughs> couldn't afford the tickets myself. So I manipulated the children that I nannied yeah. into liking <laughs> into liking your sister so that the parents would all buy us tickets to go mm-hmm. and see the show. Yeah. Um, As you do. As one does. So yeah, that was the first time... That, yeah, I saw you in person. You walked onto the stage. Can I tell the story? You may tell. You may tell. Is it invalidating? No, it's okay. We're friends now. We've talked about it. Okay, you sure? I promise we're good. Are your people going to come for me? No, because don't come for her. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so my wife at the time... My wife at the time, it was it was the two girls I nanny, their mom, me and my, my wife at the time, were sitting in the audience. I think Colleen, like was having something with the washington dc show for the filming of uh, her live show it we had to do it twice yeah and then at the end we had to do all of the songs again with different tracks because there was a copyright issue with youtube and netflix and all this stuff and so she was eight months pregnant she couldn't walk her hips weren't aligned that was it she was getting adjusted backstage by this chiropractor who was a fan (laughs) that happened to be there and tweeted at her like it was a mess and um so she could barely walk she was like and she has trained me that if she can't be on stage for me to go out and ad lib and just improv right. it and whatever so she couldn't breathe and couldn't walk and right couldn't live so <laughs> she sent me out to entertain mm-hmm. for a second and i did some q a's yeah and in the second you walked out on the stage my wife you know taps me on the on the arm and she goes oh one of us like implying that rachel was lesbian And, like, I had watched your video so far, and I was like, no, she's in a committed relationship with this man. She's been with him for years. Like, totally not a lesbian. But give it, like, two years, and I think she'll be out of the closet. (laughs) And and my wife was like, I mean, look at her. Of course she is. So, you know, we bonded over that. And then should we talk about how we met? Yeah, we can talk. Well, that's part of the question. Since you're – 
you're the first time on my on, the, on this podcast. You're the first time here. You will be back, except you're moving sept- in September. I don't so want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it either. I'm pretty <laughs> pissed about it because we just became friends. I know. But uh, yeah, so part of this is hello. How do we know each other? Yes. And how do we meet? And also, you're going to have to tell me your favorite and worst favorite thing about me. Ooh, the pressure. All yes. right. I have a list going, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, just kidding. So, so we um, met through Joy. Met through Joy. Yeah. Joy was um, our dog walker and sitter. And we met, we became friends with Joy because who doesn't fucking love Joy? Every time you meet Joy, you love Joy. Yeah. Everyone wants to be friends with Joy. She's, She's amazing. Yeah. Um, so we went, my wife and I went out to lunch with her and she was talking about how she made this new friend who also has two pit bulls that are in training. And she goes, you know, would you want to meet up sometime? My wife and I have an, an aggressive pit bull. She goes, we can all do training together, get all the pities together. And then she goes, yeah, I'm not sure who this girl is, but like she has a crazy amount of followers on Instagram. And I said, oh, well, maybe I know who she is. What's her name? She's like, Rachel. And I said, shut (laughs) the fuck up. (laughs) I said, Rachel Ballinger. And she goes, yeah, how'd you know? Because Joy had no idea who you were. Joy and most of my friends have no don't know anything about the Internet. Right. And have no desire to be on the Internet. Right. And I clicked with Joy immediately and immediately realized she had no idea no. who I was. And I loved it. Yeah. It was phenomenal. It was nice. You could just be yourself. Yeah. And didn't have no, to worry. Like, there's no like in the background like, oh, is she like just friends with me to right. get to my sister, to get followers, right. to get fame just because she likes famous people. <laughs> Not that I'm famous, but like that's, that's, that's the shit that goes through, your, goes through your head every time you meet someone and you have some sort of following right. of a sort right yeah some sort of a following hey okay. i saw <laughs> so, all right <laughs> um i had 500 no 419 followers on instagram so live it up so that's a some following not not the that's, millions that you have okay. on your platform i have a million on insta that's okay. just a singular mm-hmm. anyway so i was just like yeah of course i'd love to meet her i'll try my best not to be awkward but like I get awkward and, you know, I obviously know who she is. I've been a fan for a long time. Joy was like, you know, just pop a Xanax and take a shot of Tito's before you come in the house. All right, great. So I was so nervous to come over the first few times. Oh, my God. I tried. Like, I tried my best. uh, Joy told me you knew who I was. Oh, I didn't know that. She was like, (gasps) Emily knows who you are. And she's like, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she was like, yeah, she's like really excited that you're gay now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, because we didn't meet until I was out. Right, right, and right. And so I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and we met, and I was just like, I was my normal self, I feel. Right, you were. And then you I were was so like, nice. oh, she doesn't talk much. And Joy was like, no, she was being quiet. <laughs> she talks. And a lot. And find out, <laughs> she does, in fact, talk quite a lot. I never shut up. I just no, go on these fine. tangents. I love that. Good. Um, so, yeah, the first few times I came over here, I was still so nervous that I'd have to take my two Imodium, my two Pepto, and my two, what's the other one? Pepto. Tums. Tums. Um, Tito's. So that, yeah, Xanax. Xanax. <laughs> so that I wouldn't shit my pants yeah. when I would walk in your front door. Um, and it recently just stopped. Like the no- novelty, is that yeah, the right word? that's it. It recently stopped, and I think it's when you started farting in front of me. And then I was like, all right, she's a normal if person. If I don't want to fuck you, I'll fart in front of you. That's my rule. <laughs> if that wasn't so fucking there's only one person blow to one. the ego. <laughs> she just, she goes, I'm sorry, I have to fart. And literally lifts up her legs and lets a big one rip. And she was like, that's how you know I don't want to fuck you. Um, all right. <laughs> okay, fuck you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> listen, I'm madly in love. And it's the one human I won't fart in front I of. I know, I know. That's all it is. Yeah. So sorry. It's okay. I've accepted my fate. Um... <laughs> 
so yeah so the Tums just recently stopped but yeah if I'm drinking I still take them because I still don't want to have diarrhea at your house because that's embarrassing listen my house is a place you can shit I know our friend Stacy was like I do not poop anywhere but home I can poop at your house the only time I pooped at your house was when you left and I was dog sitting for you and it's because I had it all to myself even though I was still convinced you might be able to like pick up on it on the ring camera not the ring what's it called the furbo, furbo. <laughs> i if i have someone dog sitting i do not look at the furbo really i will not do it oh unless there's like continue is it gives me a continuous barking at your house right then i will look at it but otherwise i won't because that's an because girlfriend told me that's an invasion of privacy and she was like you cannot I like look. how she had to tell you that because i was like <laughs> I don't know what the dogs are doing. I kind of want to look. And she's like, no, yeah. Joy. it was when Joy babysits for me all the time. And she was like, no, Joy is at the house. You cannot do that. Okay. And I was like, okay, that you're right. right. You are correct. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes me kind of sad. There were some good moments that I was hoping you well, would you catch. Well, you can always say, like, I left you something on the furbo today. And then I'll go by uh, and look, look for it. Okay. Yeah, because normally when you throw, not throw parties, but when you have me and Joy and Stacy over, Joy and I will, like, bark at the furbo until it alerts oh you. God. And then we'll leave you a little message. But then you never say anything. So we don't know if you're actually getting it or not. No. The only time we, uh, you were with me. We went over to Joy's to do some stuff. And we couldn't figure out <laughs> what we needed. And so we tried to call everyone. They were all at my house. And we, no one was picking up their phones so we get on the furbo and start yelling at our friends through the furbo <laughs> pick up a- your phones <laughs> she threw a fucking treat <laughs> at stacy who had her back her head to the back of the camera the treat was like dink <laughs> i love it i love it all right yeah. before we move on to some other questions i have for you let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today Ooh, okay zoc doc zoc doc is our sponsor for today if you've lived life at all, you know that sometimes you just have to compromise. Especially when you're dealing with finances or other people in your life, it's just inevitable. But when it comes to your health, there should be no compromising. So don't go to those doctors that don't listen to you or take slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book appointments with doctors who you feel comfortable with that listen to you and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. There is no compromising with ZocDoc. You have more options than you're even aware of. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. If you want to try it out, I highly suggest it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Rachel and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. Sponsor. All right. Um, so what is your favorite memory of me go? This is an ego boost, but don't worry. We'll get to the humbling moment. Okay. Well, now you've put me on the spot. Well, Unless you have the least favorite memory with me. I really don't. I really, I am a ball of fun. You really are. (laughs) You are. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, is that too like sad to talk about that? Like, I didn't realize I was having fun until I was like friends with you guys. You can talk about whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm a a very like bubbly, outgoing, extroverted type of person. Yes. I'm meeting a celebrity for the first time. Um, And (laughs) I took her over to Jojo's. Jojo was having her pride party and I was like, can I, you have met Jojo prior yeah. and I was, and Jojo was like, oh, your friends are all awesome. She's like, you can invite all of your friends. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. So I brought, I brought Emily here. Tana Mojo walks in. Oh. I thought you were going to shit yourself. I thought I was going to shit myself. She, Emily is madly <sighs> in love with Tana and oh I, God. Tana is 
So Tana's a lot of things, but she is actually really nice. Like yeah. she is a very she will she's, she's very very nice. I hadn't personally met her yet, but I've heard through everyone who's met her is like she's a mess. She's the nicest. That is basically yeah. how everyone describes Tana. It's accurate. So and I do not introduce myself to people ever. I don't bug people. I never ask for pictures. I just don't do it. It made and me so mad. So <laughs> I knew Emily really wanted to meet Tana, and Tana was talking to Joey, and I've met Joey several times. And I was like, okay, Joey Graceffa. And I was like, okay, this is my moment. I'll just go do it because I know you wanted right. me to. Yeah. Same with Todrick Hall. Oh, my but God. But Todrick and I know each other, so we said hello to each other. Well, it's because you forgot to introduce me to Corey. And I've been obsessed with Corey because I've always been obsessed with, oh. like, the Ballinger family. And Corey's a part of the Ballinger family. Yeah, he is. And so Corey comes up to talk, and you're like, oh, this is my girlfriend. And then, like, me and Joy walk up. Or was it just me? I don't know. I think it was just you. I don't think Joy was okay, there at yeah, that point. Okay, yeah. I walk up after. So it, it definitely would have been awkward to introduce me after. Yeah. But, but you know, I was, like, giving you the nudge but mm-hmm. you were in conversation so then afterwards i said the next celebrity that comes up <laughs> you better fucking step up your game girl because so i did end up stepping up my game and you introducing did. myself to people and like being like i know you you know me hi yeah. good to finally actually meet you right and then we met anna what's her name anna something from it's like anna x on tiktok yeah anna x on i don't want to get it wrong yeah yeah so we met anna on tiktok oh, i said hello you two yeah. hit it off and then love her. who else was there um yeah you introduced me to i i literally wrote it down that's how fucking oh excited God. i was You're so embarrassing I it is it. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to forget you it you were my only friend i guess stacy actually knows everybody but Stacey, yeah but she played it so much cooler stacy plays it like there's no one she, oh, she doesn't care about anyone she She's was like, not fuck tana she was not can i say something about that what well we'll ask stacy later i guess if it's okay but the, the what? what she was saying about tana and then how she was acting what i don't know what it was can you cut it out if she doesn't want it yes okay so basically the entire night every time tana walked by stacy would be like grabbing the shit out of me and she'd be like i just want her to sit on my face so badly (laughs) i want to fuck her right on this table right now but then tana would walk up to her and be like hey could you take some pictures and stacy would be like yeah i guess that's cool (laughs) (laughs) i was like you Stacy makes you feel like you are nothing. Right. And I realize that's how she shows love. So yeah. every time she's yeah. at my house, she writes me a mean little note on my post-it note. Oh, and I know that's her way of saying like, hey, love you. Thanks for letting me come over. Yeah. You just have to learn Stacy. You right. really have to learn Stacy. Right. And that's how she acts. But she will make you feel like you are nothing. Right. Oh, I thought she hated me the first time I met her because I think I went dog training with Joy and Stacy. And yeah. she was sitting in the back seat and just like wasn't saying She's anything. Quiet. She's yeah. really quiet. At and first. I kept trying to bring her into the conversation. And it'd be like, mm. And then at the end of the day, like she gave me this big old hug and she's like, I love you so much. And I'm like, we literally didn't say two words to each other, but thanks, bitch. And now I love her. I, yeah, I love her so much. She's her. great. Yeah. I, she was a Miranda Sings fan growing up. Yeah. Which yeah. is shocking. Yeah. So Joy has no idea about no. me or my family, Mm-mm. but everyone in her life knows about us. Yes. Yeah. All of her other friends and like their children and yes. everything. Yeah. Was your favorite moment with me, me taking you to JoJo's party? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's what two ADHD together are not good. It's like here was the original point and we're like on this fucking roller coaster. I'm going to reel us back in. That. But I feel like most YouTubers have 
80 that's a yeah. very broad statement but it's that's how we can keep going right like we just go on a million different tangents and that's right. how we can keep talking and then it somehow circles back yeah and it like makes a complete yeah i always remember where we started right great so, so yeah. what's your favorite moment with me well i was just gonna say like overall i just really appreciate i'm gonna get sappy for a minute i oh I, shit. I appreciate because i've always been this like bubbly outgoing personable like crazy hyper person who like always has fun and then i moved to la and i like did not have any friends out here because I moved out here for my wife for her um, and education. Then, and then COVID hit. And then COVID hit, yeah. And because of my job, because of my nanny, I can't make any friends because I don't have coworkers. Well, you can't make friends with a 12-year-old? Oh, I make best friends with <laughs> 12 and 8-year-olds, but, you know. It's not the same. Friends that I can talk about sex and drinking and, you know, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, that would be slightly inappropriate with the that kids. That is a huge part of life. It's so weird. The <laughs> topic of sex and drinking mm. And maybe drugs, if that's what you do, is a huge part of people's lives. But it's like a huge part that like we can't talk about most of the time. Well, and I feel like that's why we clicked and like me and Joy clicked so quickly. Is we talk about sex and alcohol all and the time. shitting and shitting. Yes, I cannot be friends with people that are like, oh, that's that's that makes me no. uncomfortable. No. I, that's inappropriate. Like, no, bitch. Like, we no. all shit. We all fuck. We're we all poop, drink. We're in a poop competition. Have you updated that in forever? I have not. I'm number one, and I'm like, I'm up You're, against the IBS queen. You were so fucking far ahead of me. I'm 10, 10 poops ahead of everybody. Yeah, that's insane. And like, you're not even diagnosed with anything. <laughs> I feel like you need to get that checked out. Just no, a mine bit. are all good. Mine are like, oh, I know. I'm not. There's no IBS. There's no this. It's like I eat. I eat so much food. Well, and yours are like all good poops yeah, too. Because I just eat nonstop. I'm always eating. Right. Exactly. And so that it's got to come out. Can't tell though. <laughs> I hate you. I do eat a lot. I eat a majority of the time healthy. Yeah, you do. And I work out regularly. Yeah. I go on walks daily. Yeah. And I do, but it, a lot of it is genetic. I have a very fast metabolism. And you're tall too. I'm very tall. So that yeah. it also goes lengthwise. Right. I am a little vertically You challenged. are beautiful and you have a beautiful body. <laughs> Thank you. You're also an ex-gymnast, which is always yeah. fun for me. Oh my God. I've known so many ex-gymnasts. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Um, yeah. But like, why? This is what I want to talk about. Why? 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 Why do people spend so much of their life doing something that's going to get them 90% of the time nowhere? Like, wow. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Uh, I know so many people who from like four years, four years old to 18, the gym was their life or yeah. ice skating was their life mm. and or dance was their life. And then they're like, time for college. None of that matters anymore. Well, it's because it's such a competitive field. So it's yeah, like it we all think we're going. So like, did sure. You, did you really think you were like going to the Olympics? For sure. When I was this 12. Is upside down. This bugs me that this is upside down. <laughs> when I was about 12 years old, I had this. I, I just got moved up to level seven, which is like. Well, how many levels are there? 10 and then there's elite after so it's like one through oh, 10 shit. then there's elite and elite are the people that like try out for the olympics Got and it. you know get the college scholarships <sighs> and like level 10 you're getting you know whatever it's a whole thing okay. um but level seven is really when you start to like be considered a serious gymnast i remember at 12 i got bumped up to seven i was very proud of myself and i like at the moment when my coach said hey you're moving up to level seven i was like this is it this is where the documentaries are gonna like start about me. Like I'm gonna go to the Olympics and they're gonna be like, Emily, what was the turning moment? And this is gonna be it. And like that is legitimately how I felt about myself. Which like as a 12 year old, that was a great self esteem booster. 
Um, It also wrecked me when I turned 18 and like injured myself and then went nowhere. And now I'm like this creaky old man with all these like broken bones and wrecked muscles. Yeah. But like I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, Okay. So you truly loved it. I did. It was very toxic. And like I have really toxic thinking from the gymnastics. Yeah. But despite that, obsessed with it. And like it made me like responsible and timely and like I don't know all these really great things yeah I just feel I feel bad because it's like you devote after school you're in the gym and before school and before school (laughs) you your life is the gym you go to school and you go to the gym yeah and it's your life and it ruins your body yes and it's very toxic everyone I've talked to they tell me stories and I'm like that is horrific oh yeah you have body body issues the rest of your life oh yeah it's disgusting and it's like I, and I'm just like, wh- how did parents let their kids get go through this? Thankfully, I had, like, the best mom to do it with. So my gym, when you hit level seven, you basically would have to step onto a scale once a month. Um, and, you know. I hate <laughs> scales. Scales oh, mean yeah. nothing. Well, and especially because as a gymnast, you're fucking ripped. You are. You have so much yeah. fucking muscle. I had a six pack, the V cut, like all the like tone and definition in my arms. But I would get on the scale and it would say 125 and my coach would call me fat. Like that is so messed up. Oh, she would like like if I couldn't nail a certain move, like there's I, I have a very vivid memory. I was on bars and it was when you release from the lower bar and like you swing to the higher bar, but you're like doing this weird kick flip in between anyway I can't find gravity exactly so I kept my hands kept getting on the top bar but then they'd slide off and I couldn't grasp and I kept doing it over and over and over and kept slant like body slamming onto the ground over and over finally my coach comes and stands over me and she goes what did you eat for breakfast this morning stop yeah like implying that I was like weighing myself down 13 get the fuck out oh yeah I cannot stand that stuff yeah. I I love sports gymnastics is 100% a sport oh yeah there are people who oh, think yeah. it's not a sport it I, is a sport it's just competition cheer a sport oh yeah you have to be so physically fit yeah so much con- body control yep it is a thousand percent a sport and I love sports and I think they're great character builders Gymna- that but there is a part of it that can be so detrimental to a oh, yeah. growing child's brain oh yeah it is so messed up well that's why i say like i was really lucky to have my mom because some of the moms of like really close friends of mine we go to a competition and you know you're sitting at this competition for eight plus hours you're burning probably four thousand plus calories you can't eat during the entire thing because you know you're waiting your turn to compete and you're cheering on your teammates you know, whatever. It's a whole thing. I hate this. And we would go out to dinner after to celebrate our win. And legitimately, some of the moms at the table would only let the girls, like, order salads with the dressing on the side. And they would control how much dressing we disgusting. go. Absolutely disgusting. And my mom would be like, we're getting the large pizza, three burgers, yeah. like the carbonara, like, you know, all this. So I had a, a very great mom to do this with. Um, but my friends were not so lucky um yeah no that's disgusting my parents yeah. I played sports all growing up I was not good at any of them oh so there was I <laughs> no. love sports but I'm just not I'm not coordinated basketball You're I'm basketball. not I'm really I'm good at defense okay I have terrible lungs so I my stamina is terrible I don't picture you being like non-athletic I have like undiagnosed asthma oh okay and like okay. a small like my brother and my mom both has asthma and like it's not it's there have been times where I've had to use my mom's inhaler. That's a joke for legal reasons, but <laughs> like I, I, I'm really uncoordinated. That's so, cause I always like, 
not to like toot your your horn or like my boot, that's why ego we're any more than it already is but like I've always pictured you being super athletic and I am athletic as for the fact where I'll give it my all yeah and like I know how I know the basics of everything but right. like at the end of the day I'm not hardcore enough to be mm. good at anything and I think hmm. a part of it is like I am competitive when it's stupid stuff when it gets actual competitive I I like oh my gosh my hold on my girlfriend is ordering stuff on my phone and I'm like trying to do a podcast shopping in progress. Great. Maybe we could take a shot real quick. Do you want to take another shot? But only if you do it with me. Oh, I guess shit. I'll do it with you. There's still a little left of my other one. Oh, you're oh, one of those. A, it was like, that's so bad. <gasps> that is so much alcohol. That is so bad. Why don't you take the full shot? I thought I did. You're lying to yourself. I really, mm, that's the, you theme take of, that? that's the theme of my life. Oh, <laughs> that's the divorce. <laughs> Girl, I lied to myself for 29 years. You're yeah. good to go. All right, Oops. take that, and then I'll okay. take an actual one with you. Right. While she takes this shot, uh, let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor time. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want another shot? Yeah, will you take one with me? Yes, I'm ta- I told okay. you I would. Uh, I can't remember. Emily also has extreme like social anxiety. Yeah. And I've become very aware, <laughs> very hyper aware of the fact that I have to reassure you as a friend constantly. It's no I appreciate that back. you do that. But I realize that... You definitely need me to be like, hey, you're oh, yeah. invited to this thing that we're all talking about in a group together. Okay. Let's let, let me defend myself for a minute. Okay, legitimately. Okay, because I know that sounds bitchy. Let me let me Whoa, let me rewind. Say? No, it doesn't sound bitchy. It sounds shady. I was gonna say, I know that you enjoy on are on other group chats. I'm not offended by it. No, we're not. Like, really? No, it's Joy and I on our own as a normal yeah. like friends, like just her and me, like texting, like, "Hey, come train my dogs," or like, oh. "Hey, are you coming overnight?" And the only group chat I'm in with is WrestleMania with you, Stacey, and oh shit, girlfriend. okay, because that what, is literally the only group chats. What I thought happened is because she texted our, we have a WrestleMania chat. It's me, you, <laughs> Stacy, Joy. Now I have to bleep out her name. Who? Girlfriend. Why? We don't say your name. Fuck, <gasps> oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. Let me restart. Um, we have a group chat. <laughs> it's me, you, girlfriend, Joy, and Stacy. Yeah. Um, and called, it's called WrestleMania. It's called WrestleMania because when we get together and we party a little too hard, we get very competitive and decide. We one time it happened, and it's kind up. of been slightly banned. Why? Well, it hasn't been banned. It's just we put rules in place and haven't done it again. Also, it destroyed our bodies. Yeah, I had bruises. For we had weeks. bruises and scrapes and scabs for a month yeah i'm not gonna say I, from who but someone kept biting me <laughs> was not i'm me. not gonna name names I, this i have a scar on my foot that scar right there oh, is shit. from it i got such Jesus. bad rug, rug burn my god but what i thought happened i thought i figured you and joy were on another group chat with no 
another group of friends. And so when I got the the text from Joy to WrestleMania that said, hey, are we still on for dinner? I was like, oh, she just sent it to the wrong group. Like, oh, I just spilled on myself. Party foul. I, I wasn't like mad or upset. I was just like, oh, like they have plans. And so that's why I didn't respond. And then when Joy was like, Emily, are you coming? I was like, oh, fuck. Like I was invited. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think I was invited. Yeah, my self-esteem and social anxiety is so bad. But you handle it so well. When it's because why not put uh, it's one percent more effort on my part to make you feel reassured really, why not do it I love that you do that because when when Rachel and I are going to go somewhere she texts me what time who's going to be there what time I should show up to her house what she's wearing so that I can like coordinate yeah and uh, sometimes what girlfriend's wearing yeah exactly so you, you got to know the vibe no one likes to show up in not the vibe. Right, exactly. And like you'll send me options too. You'll send yeah. me like full body, like this is outfit one, this is outfit two. Like I haven't decided yet. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, like I'll pick something that goes with that. Yeah. Like it's so most of the time you show up in a crop top and legging black legging. <laughs> I called her out on that. Listen, you gotta call your friends out on some stuff in a you loving do. manner. In a loving manner. But she was like, what are you wearing tonight? And I said, Doesn't matter, you're gonna show up in a crop top and leggings. This girl brought in a fucking it she said fuck you i i'm better than that and she show, showed up and he's like camo army cargo camp things with like this hot fucking top she watched i opened the door and she was like i know and i was like see that's what i want that's the confidence i just didn't ever want to like seem like i was trying too hard oh no try okay oh, dude who cares who cares what other people think i care that is I care. <laughs> I listen. I show up in the stupidest things all the time. You do not. And because of the way I don't give a fuck. Fuck. That's so true. Right. That's so true. What were we? Oh, it was when we were cleaning out your closet. And yes. you kept putting on these like ridiculous dresses that if anyone else would put them on, I would have been like, you look stupid. Take no, that off. Yeah, I would put something on. You go eh, and I go, hold on a second. And then I'd walk in yeah. with confidence. And you're like, that's amazing. I'm like, I know it's not what yeah. you wear. It's how you wear it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I haven't quite gotten there yet. Um, I hope you do one day. Well, with enough Xanax and alcohol, <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> Speaking of, you want to take this shot? Yes, please. All right. We have to cheers. You have to come up with this one. Oh, Okay. I am the cheerser in the group. I constantly make up the. You do. I know. The fucking pressure right now. Oh, do you want me to do it? Yeah. Uh, to fucking fits. Ooh. Oh. I like that. Doop. Ew. Ah. Disgusting. Uh, I held that. Oh god. <laughs> it don't get easier. No. I they held never that get one. easier. Oh, should we even invite a girlfriend to take that with us? Oh. She'll take another one without us. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. I don't Please. even. I don't even know what we were circling back on. What? Did did we circle? You haven't said your least favorite moment with me. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my, my favorite moment is that I'm happy. Like, it was literally eye-opening, like, being friends with you again because I, I moved out to L.A., had no friends, COVID hit, I can't make coworkers, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know the story. But basically, I became friends with with Rachel and even better friends with Joy in the process. Yeah. And then girlfriend came along and then Stacy came along. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is what happiness feels like. Like when I'm with you guys, like even when we're not drinking, like that night we just sat and watched Survivor for hours. And yeah. Like we were screaming at the like TV and like ordered food. Like it was so eye opening to me to be like, this is what happiness looks like. And I really yeah. appreciate that. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I love it. Listen, I've been in a very shitty relationship before where I thought I was happy. I thought yeah. I was fine. Yeah. And then now, me being who I am now, I look back and I'm like, I was miserable yeah. going through the motions. Right. And because I am such a naturally positive, happy person, I can find the good in everything yeah. and I can numb myself to the negatives. So I can be like, 
this part of my life really sucks. Yeah. Okay, I'm still going to be happy yeah. as I go out and I'm not going to like, you know, like I'll still go over to my families and be happy. I'm still going to do things. I'm happy. But like I have a huge part of my life that's not happy. And yeah. it's like you think you're happy because you can right. go out and put on a smile. Right. And you like kind of come become numb to the negative part of it. Right. And then there is a moment where there's eye opening where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy at all. I'm just really mm -hmm. good at faking it. Yeah. And like I've had multiple moments of that. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like I had it when I was in my relationship. I was like, I am not happy. I deserve yeah. better. Right. And then hold on. Instacart. Marissa has checked out. Oh, Marissa on the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. In my relationship, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not happy. I need out. Yeah. It took me a year to break it off. Mm, I forget about that. It took me. Well, it it two years before I broke it off, I realized I wanted to. I was mm. like, this is an option. I need to start thinking about this. And then it, once I decided, which it took me like a year to like figure it out. Yeah. <sighs> I'm unladylike. Get over it. I love it. That's my shirt. I'm wearing my unladylike merch today. Um, and then I like, and then I was like, okay, I have to break this off. But for many reasons that there's two people in this, in this, story right. and i can't disclose all of the information because that's their information to tell but yeah. for a reason i couldn't figure out how to do it for a year for oh it's because you're such a nice person too it's like even though you were done and you're getting i was gonna say a divorce even though you were well, done your relationship is kind of like a divorce pretty much even though you were getting like you're breaking up getting your divorce like yeah. you still were so considerate of him yes to a fault my yeah. flaw <laughs> is enabling Mm. and letting people like kind of walk over me because i go well i can handle it i rather than mm. be happy i can, I can handle the shit yeah because i am very strong emotionally i'm like I you can, are i can go through it if it makes them happier in the long run mm. Mm -hmm. my therapist and i are working on putting yeah. me first <laughs> we are working very hard on me first yeah, yeah. and then everyone else yeah because uh, that's how it should be you put yourself first your happiness should come first yeah and sometimes that looks like putting someone else's happiness first so in the long run you are happy right but that's not what i was doing i was avoiding i was yeah. enabling mm. and that's what i was doing mm. so for a year yeah. i was doing this and then so for a year i was being like oh my god i'm not happy yeah and then i actually what sparked me being like i have to end this was i went to my best friend's wedding mm -hmm. and seeing them happy at their wedding that's what, it's you for me would you oh, stop no, saying your name <laughs> i have to put a fucking thing over your mouth i have to bleep it so yeah yes i went to the wedding and i was like i will never do this with him right People are telling stories, giving speeches. While yeah. it all is a, it is a theatrical moment a right. lot of the time for in weddings, but there's truth to everything. Yeah, and they were they were in it together, and they were they were partners in that. And all weekend they were considerate of one another. And I was like, that will never be me, right? In this in this relationship, that could never happen. Not well, I would be considerate and whatever. The, right, it would not be reciproc reciprocated, right. reciprocated. Precip <laughs> It will never be reciprocated. So I had to like, I had that moment of being like, this isn't an actual, I'm not in a real relationship. Right. I'm with a roommate in which I'm mother. Ugh. And like, I go to <laughs> events alone. I do everything Ugh. by myself. And like, I have to make excuses and blah, blah, blah. And so, and like, I made excuses for years. And so yeah. at that wedding, I was like, it is done. Like it's yeah, over. Good. And it took me a year, but it was that moment of like an eye opening experience. Right. 
And then once I did break it off during the breakup, I was, it had another one where he tried to win me back by acting mm. what I've been asking for for years. Too late, buddy. And I was like, so you fucking knew, you little <clears throat> right. bitch. You oh, yeah. fucking knew exactly right. what I wanted and what I needed. You just refused to give it to me until I was like, I'm done. And then you tried to win me over. So it wasn't that like you didn't know how or right. you didn't understand. You just flat out refused to give me what I wanted and what I needed. Mm. And so I was like, no, this isn't winning me back. This is making me more angry at you. Good. I had the opposite reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, look at this. We can make changes. Nope. <laughs> no. I this. was like, you asshole. <laughs> you yeah. Could, you fucking knew. Right. And you just refused. You took advantage of me. And then yeah. and then once I got into the healthy, healthy relationship I'm in now. God. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Girl, I started over at 29. Yeah, I mean, I'm only 29. I say 30 because I like to round up. But yeah, I'm in the exact same place. Don't live that 29 year. Yeah. Live that, live that 29th year. Yeah. I always say that between 27 and 30, for women, it's different for men. I've talked to a couple of men about this. Hmm. 27 to 30, women find themselves. I fucking love that. Women figure out who they are, what they want, what they need, and like how to get it. I wonder why it's like that time frame, though. I don't know. And then I was talking to my cousin Andrew, who is a boy. And he was like, I feel like that's a, a man's midlife crisis. Ooh. They oh. have it in the 40. Because we both agreed it's just scientifically proven. Like, women kind of emotionally evolve faster than men. Well, and we, we yeah. We go through puberty quicker. Yes. We go through, like, all of it. And so he's like, if you guys hit it at 30, it makes sense that men usually hit it around 40. Yeah. And that's a man's midlife crisis. But for men, it kind of sucks because they've already built a life. You know what I keep calling it for myself? What? My tri-life crisis. Exactly. <laughs> whatever <laughs> so it does that make sense that like we go through it at 30 but like or like between 27 and 30 but like there's not a name for it because obviously the world it revolves around men so we only have a name for Ooh, theirs preach <laughs> i fucking love this i love this yeah so we go through it and like this is when i know so many women who've either, either started having children or gotten divorced mm. around this age mm. and started and like completely started something extremely new around yeah. this time frame it could take till 32 or whatever you know <laughs> like that you're sometimes we're them. a little tied up you're giving them the extra years <laughs> sometimes we're a little tied up like divorces take a while it takes six months in california oh Ooh. well are you married in california you're married in virginia dc actually dc yeah i don't know what their rules are me neither oh you should figure that out girl. i probably should i don't want to be on my own health insurance so. oh shit so legally, we may stay for you, a while. Is Obamacare a thing still? I make too much money to qualify for Obamacare. Stop it, you rich little fucker. I wish. <laughs> I still buy generic brands. Oh, <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> when we go shopping, we'll go. I'll take her to Whole Foods, and she's yeah. like, "This place is magical." And it's I'm like, so expensive. I know. I know. And then she'll she'll pick up something. I go, "Is that the organic one?" She goes, "I forgot I could get." Oh my god, it must be nice. Um, I call Whole Foods whole paycheck because I spend my entire paycheck yes. when I'm there. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that place. It's, it's insane. It is it's oh my definitely god. like it's so stupid that it costs so much for better quality things. Like I know right. that doesn't sound stupid, but it is stupid. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's a it's a I took a whole class on like I mean, you know that I get so Emily is someone <laughs> Emily is someone I wanted to say this no. who is extremely, extremely opinionated, but 
the girl does her research and becomes the most knowledgeable on the subject when she decides she wants to have an opinion on it. You are what one credit short of a of a triple major in religion. She yeah because she doesn't she is not a fan of organized religion. No, I, that's a fair statement. So she, yes, I so while I am uncensored, I am still I still. <laughs> Still being polite. I will say fuck, but I'm not going to try and offend people here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, she is not a fan of organized religion, so she decided to learn everything she could about yeah. it so that she could be knowledgeable in the arguments or discussions, we'll say right. discussions yeah. about it. Yeah. And I, I applaud that. Thank you. So she is very knowledgeable about COVID, vaccines, religion, gay marriage, all of the things. Yeah. Just politics in general, feminism. It's just... I mean, you can always have an opinion, but yes. I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know what the phrase, like, the, the vodka is finally starting to hit me. It just hit me too. <laughs> As I was talking, I was like, oh shit, I'm, I'm rambling. Like, I'm like trying to think of my words before I say them finally. Yes. Um, I Luckily, just, I have many years of experience of holding my tongue. So. I love this. I do not, uh, obviously, with the amount of times I've had to be bleeped already um, with girlfriend's name. But yes. yeah, I just, I just feel like. What leg do you have to stand on in an argument um, or even a, yeah, a discussion if you don't actually have an education behind it? And not education not as an in education, like, just if you haven't done any research about it. Right. It's that you don't need a college degree to research and have an opinion. But no. like, but if you're going to sit here and argue about human rights or women's rights or bodily autonomy or race or religion or anything like that, like have some stuff to back it up. Yes, exactly. It's not just about. Stop, Stop licking. Hi. Why are you licking? Blaze <laughs> Blaze has entered the chat and he is obsessed with Emily. I love him so much. He, Blaze just loves women and he knows that you will let him do whatever he, is he wants. He's such a player. He's a player, man. Oh my God. He preys on the weak. Tell me I'm your only girl that you care about. He, he preys on the emotional weak. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I know. He knows. Look at him. <laughs> he's, he's up here now. Oh he's, give, he's trying to get God. face kisses. He kiss? knows. He knows with me and Joy, he cannot get away with stuff. You and Stacy, he's all about it. I can't deny his sweet little face. Uh, he's got a cute little face. He's we. He's not cute. He is. Hey, enough with the kisses. It's gross. Um, he's like the definition of like manly muscular. He really is, which is he's so funny. Handsome because I'm so like disgusted by men. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not even funny. Like it is a core like feeling in me. I see a man and I'm like. Ugh. it's foul but blaze he is because because he's emotional yeah because he touches he touches the emotional you know side of I, you know, like a woman does do you know what i saw on tiktok the other day that was so eye-opening for Enough. me that was like do you wonder why everyone like straight women included are so obsessed with like boyish masculine like women like lesbians mm -hmm. and it's because you get all the charm of a boy and none of the rape behind it and i, I saw that yeah i was like oh i have never felt so seen in my entire yes. life yeah oh my god we're gonna pause there and check to see if we have one more sponsor for today <laughs> sponsor time okay i'm drunk you're doing great okay good. you're drunk <laughs> i'm <laughs> i've had hot tamales to eat today and stop why didn't you eat do you think well, no. part of your IBS is that you eat just like hot tamales for a day? Hot tamales and like guess what I got in the freezer? What? Vegan oh. corn dogs. <gasps> okay, those blew my fucking mind. <laughs> the what was it? It was like maybe like the third or fourth time I came over here. And oh, was I, it the first time you hung out with girlfriend? 
I think so. Because you and her were, but you were bonding. You were talking. A I lot. love her so much. I know she's fantastic. I'm obsessed oh with her. Oh my god. <laughs> I again. I am. I have never been more jealous in my entire life, and not in like a I'm sexually attracted to you way, but just like I want what you have. Stop oh saying. My god. <laughs> Stop saying her name. You and girlfriend. The of work I have to do editing this. My God. I can't. I, okay. And just the more shots we take, the more <laughs> the worse it's going to get. shots. I know. I'm telling you. I had a blueberry muffin. Like, you know those little mini muff packets? Yeah. Like, that are just filled with cancer. Stop licking things. Everything's filled not, with cancer. Not me. It's Blaze. For those of you that are just listening and not watching. <laughs> I would like to clarify. Emily, stop <laughs> licking things. Stop licking. Um, yeah, I only had a package of blueberry mini muffs and then hot tamales. And I don't know why I did that to myself. Um, but yeah, the vodka is hitting hard. Because I've, I've, I've learned when I'm just by myself, I do not feed myself properly. When I'm mm. with other people, I'm like, it's an activity. It is. To it's eat with our, yeah. like, let's get lunch. Let's do breakfast. Let's right. do dinner. Are we having dessert? Where's third meal? Where's fourth meal? Where's fifth meal for me? Second lunch. Yeah. yeah second. I have I have breakfast by myself. Breakfast with girlfriend. Um. Lunch oh, together. Right. 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 Yes. Okay, okay. I was gonna say you always have breakfast with girlfriend. Yeah. I but... have breakfast by myself for first, my first wake up. <coughs> Love it. Thank you. Breakfast with myself. I usually have like either toast or a waffle. Then girlfriend wakes up, mm. makes me a smoothie, and then makes me breakfast. And then <laughs> we have lunch together, and then I have a snack, and then I have dinner, and then I have second dinner, and then I have snack. Do you actually like the green smoothies? Yes. Uh, valid question. Valid question. Uh, they aren't. Mm. We both discussed this today. They're not the tastiest thing in the world. You wouldn't taste it and be like, yes. Right. Put it in my I'm, mouth more. I'm craving that. Yes. Right. But they're not. They're not vile at all. They're like. Okay. You, but it's like kind of drinking a salad. Mm, but that did not sound. I know. I know. It doesn't. But her and I are very much like we like that it's healthy and okay. it's part of our healthy routine. So, like, sometimes you have to chew it a little bit. <laughs> but, like, to me, it doesn't oh, ever taste bad. It sometimes you're a texture person. I really am. I swear there's a you thing. You wouldn't like them. So, my soon-to-be ex-wife is a psychologist with her PhD. And there's a uh, disease is not the right word. What is it? I'm, Phobia? No. Um, Condition. Like, mental illness. I, got, I feel like that's, that's a really, like, that's harsh a, that's term. A, yeah, that's a really strong term. Um, there's this thing <laughs> i like that there's, a, there's this thing. thing that people have and it's called rfid and it's basically like where you can't stand certain textures or yeah. certain um flavors or like you don't like new foods because it freaks you out and it like feeds into your anxiety i'm convinced i have rfid because i do not only eat chicken tendies and yes, milkshakes she all she does is eat chicken tendies french fries with ranch and milkshakes right i don't do that to be trendy or quirky like i do it because literally new foods freak me out like give me anxiety like and i can't stand the textures and like yeah, no, even talking about it gives me, like, the heebie-jeebies. I love it. Mm-hmm. You love being with a seven-year-old all the time. <laughs> Before we go out to restaurants, Rachel is so cute. She'll look up the menu and be like, Emily, they have chicken tendies. You'll be I fine. Love- <laughs> I got to make sure all my people are covered. Listen. I love it. You're I made sure a- I'm, yeah, I made sure I'm throwing a party tomorrow that there was food that you would eat. I know. You're like, there's going to be hot dogs there. Seven-year-olds eat hot dogs, right? <laughs> like, fuck you. But yes, make me too. <laughs> Ketchup and mustard? I mean. No relish, I'm assuming. Thank you. It's too chunky. Yeah, I knew it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what to do about it because, like, I feel like it really does hinder, like, how you love to travel. Love traveling. Girlfriend and I were talking about this. We love to travel as well. Yeah. And part of traveling is trying the foods wherever we go. Yeah. Like, we will try all of the foods. Oof. (laughs) I feel like your traveling experience is hindered if you cannot try the foods. No, I totally agree. Like, um, so we went on our honeymoon to Thailand um and even like thai like thai food is so like basic is the wrong word but like it's not like super exotic yeah um noodles rice right exactly it's like very there's like some curry involved yeah and um i tried pad thai after being peer pressured into it and literally i couldn't swallow it like because of the new flavors um have I tr- you ever been slowly introduced to something to, to the point where you ended up liking it no, I've really tried to force myself to like sushi since being in LA because I feel like that's like the typical LA meal. Is like, I love sushi. Yeah, we eat it all the time. You go out with friends and you order sushi. Like that's what everyone in LA does. Well, and it's easy to split. It's yeah, easy to share. Yeah, and it's like pretty. Yeah, I don't. I'm drunk. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, two shots. <laughs> two shots is all it took. But yeah, so I really tried to force myself to like sushi because I was like, oh, I need to be able to keep up with people. I need to like not be weird. I don't want to embarrass my wife, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I've tried sushi five times and I still cannot get over the texture of it. I've tried California roll. I've tried like a fried shrimp one. Well, what was the one I had with you? I did actually. I could tolerate that one. The baked salmon roll. I liked that. It, yeah, it was a baked salmon yeah. doka, which is basically what it is. My suggestion to anyone trying sushi, get a baked roll. Mm. There's no raw fish in it. Mm. The texture isn't as weird because raw fish is a different texture. Well, and I can't stand the cold fish taste. Yes. It yes. grosses me out. Baked rolls are, will always be the first thing you should try. Hmm. See? Oh, hi. Hi, Blaze. Hi, Blaze. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I liked that one the last time I was with you. So I think from now on, if I'm getting sushi as like a, a social thing, I'll probably order what I had with you. Yeah. Just any baked salmon roll. You're good to go. But yeah, like introducing stuff slowly doesn't really work. And like, yeah, Thailand, it was basically, thank God we went to Thailand. Um, so I've traveled to Thailand, Iceland, Costa Rica, and South Africa are like the abroad place. Stop. Stop making noise. (laughs) Um, those are like the abroad trips I did. And yeah. thankfully, they're so catered to Americans that yeah. there was chicken tenders, burgers, salads. Like It's very touristy. Exactly. Every place we went. There was actually a restaurant in Thailand. It was called um, Butter is Better <gasps> Restaurant. I love it. It was specifically made for Americans. It had like a Rosie the Riveter on like the front. Like on- Rosie the Riveter? Rosie the Riveter. You can, we can oh, do it. Yeah. That chick. yeah, yeah, yeah. It had it had her image like on the front of the restaurant, and basically like their whole menu was American food, but um, it was all like little portions, and because like I'm a fatty, and like we were doing, you're so not much, a fatty. Well, like you, I'm, I mean, like I I like to eat a lot. There, you know? great. You yeah. like you enjoy eating food. I enjoy eating food, and because we were doing so much exercise, like I needed the extra calories. So I was like looking at all the menu items and like their combos, and like nothing was really up to my standards until finally I got to the bottom of the menu and the last menu item was called literally the fat American yes and it was two sausages two eggs two pancakes and yes. a cup of fruit and I was like that is just the normal meal yeah at I was like can I add on to that like yes! <laughs> I was like this still isn't enough no. but yeah do you know how humiliating it was sitting in a Thai restaurant being like can I have the fat American in my fat accent in my Love fat it. accent my American accent <laughs> 
<laughs> that's going in my insta bio i have a fat accent <laughs> um yeah and then the waitress just looking at me and laughing because she thought i was joking but i wasn't nope yeah i love that i love it too so I yeah so much yeah i just like i want to travel so many places and i'm so worried about the food and like i know i need to get over it but it's so like deep in me that i'm just like i don't know how to do it and it's annoying like i, can, I can't ugh, my therapist says i can't fix people you can but fix I, me <laughs> <laughs> my therapist says i can't fix people because i'm a fixer but I feel like I want to try to slowly introduce you to things. I would love to. That's my, let's make it a series. <gasps> Emily tries new foods. I would love that. And I won't be dramatic. Like, I, I will just be my normal self. We do it on TikTok. Oh, I would love that. Because it only takes two seconds to make exactly. you eat something. Perfect. Right. It, well, um, so I do have the three bite rule. I have installed that for myself. So when I try a new food, it's, it's a once a month, three bite rule. So once a month, I try something new out of my comfort zone and I have to have three bites of it. Okay. Well, we're doing this once a week because you're leaving in September. Yes, please. <laughs> so once a week, you have to come over to my house and I'm just going to introduce you to something that I know will be okay for you. Yeah. Well, I forced push my, me. I had a friend, but that's the thing is a lot of the times you probably won't try something because you're scared to try it. Oh yeah, totally. But I like, I had a friend who was like, oh, I don't like pineapple. And I was like, mm. pineapple is my favorite food. And yeah, I was like, amazing. how do you not like pineapple? And she goes, I, I, I don't like it. And I was like, where where have you eaten pineapple before? Right. Been like, because my sister has this thing where all food is delicious. You just haven't had it prepared the right food or Ooh, the right way. I like that. Yeah. And she hates pineapple. She hates meatloaf, but she always goes, I just haven't had the right meatloaf yet. How do you prepare meatloaf differently? I don't know. Okay. Listen, All I'm right. just going to go along with her thing. Keep going. But my friend was like, no, I really don't like pineapple. I was like, where have you had it before? She was like, I've never had it. Uh, and I was like, no. What? No, you cannot say you don't like something if you've never had it. Yeah. Well, food-wise. Food-wise. Yeah. But like. Meth. 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 So I was like, okay, no. And I made her try pineapple and she loves it now. Ooh, and I okay. was like, it's things like that where I was like, yeah. no, I know pineapple is good. Mm-hmm. It could be a weird texture for some, but like mm. it, the flavor is good. You could have it in different forms, like pineapple juice. If you're really scared of it, you get used to the flavor and then you can have the real thing. If it's the texture thing. Right. Right. So I would have like, okay, I want a list of foods where you haven't tried, but you think you won't like that are actually Ooh, pretty normal. So many. <laughs> I know. And I will, I, cause I, before I went, uh, I have a weird diet. I was strictly vegan, but now yeah. I eat fish and yeah. eggs. I don't do dairy or land meat, mm-hmm. but I ate everything. Yeah. And okay. like, I know where the good food is. Okay. So right. I can get you the best of the best. I just got to know what it is. Okay. All right. Well, I will come up with a list. All right. I think that's going to be where we end this today because we've been talking for an hour. I don't like that. This is so fun. Isn't it fun? It is fun. It's just chilling. Yeah. We're just chilling. I like this a Uncensored-y, lot. Uncensored-y, except you got a censored girlfriend's name. I'm so sorry. It is okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. I had to edit this anyway. Okay. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I don't have an outro yet. Should I have an outro of some sort? Yeah. It should be like a little jig. And that's it for today. Uncensored. I will probably record an outro later. Okay, to that. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me. Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Sometimes investigative podcasts tell stories that seem almost too weird to be true. 
So just how wild can a fiction podcast following that same format get? You can find out on Conference Call, a Paradiso Media production presented by Realm. Conference Call follows journalist Charlotte Dunn as she uncovers the story of two entrepreneurs, the Toad Bros. Pieced together from the hilariously cringeworthy phone calls within their company, Charlotte details the incompetence, fraud, and betrayal of this eccentric pair and their unwitting partner who was just looking for her big break in Silicon Valley. Starring Elizabeth Henstridge, Jeff Ward, Gregory Stees, and Emma Roberts, and featuring guests like Karen Gillan, Beck Bennett, Dimi Dijuibe, and many more, Conference Call blends the workplace weirdness of The Office with the cadence of a true crime podcast. Be sure to listen and subscribe to Conference Call wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at realm.fm.